0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Oh my gosh, and there's the AC, perfect. Yeah. Uh, it's 100, and 100 degrees here in Los Angeles. 100,
0: triple digits. I
1: have to turn myself up a little bit. I feel a little. Low. low low uh hi everybody welcome to pilot on podcast my name is elliot morgan i'm here with the lovely grace helbig uh this is a podcast where we talk about what we're watching usually reality tv like married at first sight but lately we're switching it up and we're doing uh fun little q a advice type questions um and you guys have been emailing at pilot on at gmail.com and it's all been very lovely and yes. so uh we're gonna follow the same formula because it's a we hit should
0: come up with a way more succinct yes intro yes. I mean, Hank and John, they got their thing down. Yes. Tyler and Corey, they got their thing down. It's so
1: good. We well, I was because li- we were listening on the way back from Palm Springs to yeah. Tyler and Corey's uh, Psycho Babble podcast. Uh-huh. It's and not
0: just crazy talk. It's, it's Psycho
1: It's great, great title, uh-huh. and they've been doing it for so long. And then they do the thing at the beginning where they're like, "On this episode, we're going to be talking yeah, about." Yeah, they this. give a so brief
0: overview. I
1: have. I have a little brief over Oh, again. okay. Great. We're, we're going to talk today, because uh, it's my week to choose the questions and choose mm-hmm. the emails. Um, we're going to talk today about a little bit of garden, uh, the Garden of Adam and Eve. Garden okay. of Eden. Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about um, uh, friends.
0: Wait. Oh, is it called the Garden of Eden? Because it's Adam and Eve combined, and their ship name would be Eden? Adam? Eve? Eden. Edom? <laughs>
1: Adam? No, it'd be Edim.
0: That'd be with an M. I was just trying to... I was trying to make sense of something that doesn't make sense. You were to me. trying
1: to to star magazine the yeah. uh, the story of Adam and Eve. <laughs> I
0: ship Edom.
1: Um and uh, yeah we I got three emails and we're gonna talk about married at first sight of course and yes. um all the other fun stuff yeah, that I we're like, watching and that's our that's my big sixteen things bro. I uh
0: haven't been reading many of the comments this week because I've been just like staying a little bit away from social media but I did see last week some comment that was like maybe you'll go back to doing more reality commentary. Yeah
1: yeah there are I, and there's comments that are like reality talk starts right here so we will So
0: that's the part i love very much and i do love giving unsolicited well solicited advice yeah from a very completely unprofessional point of view um it's all
1: just us squawking and what we think of different people in situations and yeah. one is a situation in which you can see it along with us with reality tv and then the other is directly you guys where we can mildly change your name and mm-hmm. squawk at you
0: yeah exactly that
1: well grace cheers cheers uh we're, we're enjoying a
0: A delicious summer beverage as we enter fall. It's
1: a wocktail. It Mm -hmm. is a weed cocktail because we're in LA and that's. And you're allowed. And we're in our 30s and it's nice.
0: Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's very it's much. Actually, <laughs> it's really <That's> good. <laughs> my new speed. Yeah, it tastes like lemonade.
1: Um. All right. Do you want to start? What do you want to start with, babe? Do you want to start with something serious? A little lighter? Do you want to dive into the heavy stuff? What What's your? I'm
0: gonna let you set the tone. If you're Ooh, picking boy. the questions, I'm gonna let you choose. Uh, how we start it off.
1: All right. Well, here we go. Okay. I'm ready, guys. This is uh, an email from uh, a girl, and uh, that's all I will say. Hi, Grace and Elliot. Hello. I work multiple jobs in the same tiny town, and so have become a regular mm-hmm. at the bagel store slash a deli. Great. By the way, the title of this email is, I'm accidentally lying to my bagel store.
0: Oh, okay.
1: One, uh one have become a regular at the big nope just just the same you ever end one line you start right back at the same line (laughs) you ever read wrong you ever bad at read
0: yeah this is we should have thought through having to read things uh, live on a podcast it's so far away too both of us are not the most adept at reading Mm -mm. Uh,
1: one day the man behind the counter looked at my debit card to get my name and said have a nice day Lisa the problem is that my name is not Lisa Oh. I got the account as a minor and my mom had to co-sign and so her name appears on the card. I'm okay. guessing her mom's name is Lisa. They uh-huh. were busy and I figured they'd forgot. And so I didn't correct them. They did not forget and call me Lisa in the following weeks. They were always busy. So I never corrected them. It's been a year. Oh, wow. They haven't <laughs> called me Lisa in a bit, but I'm terrified okay Uh, yeah they haven't called me Lisa bit but I'm terrified of using any other card to pay or of them learning the truth even worse what do I do when the card expires and the new one has my name on it please for the love of God help me the social anxiety is high folks all the best A name, or even uh, who even? Not Lisa. (laughs) Yeah, not Lisa. We'll call her uh, uh, something else. Uh, P.S. You guys are lovely, and you're lovely, Um, and the podcast is wonderful.
0: Thank you for this question. This is one of those questions that really truly separates the high anxiety people from those without. And I feel for you because I have deep anxiety about this very seemingly mundane problem that you are experiencing (laughs) currently, Uh, and that you've you've let it go harmlessly. No one is necessarily wrong in this situation. These are the hardest things to give advice about the because best. no one is trying to hurt anyone. No. But there is a problem still. You're out <laughs> politing one another. Yeah. And thus creates the conflict.
1: It's wonderful.
0: Um, oh, boy. What's your. OK, you got to read this before me. So I would assume that you've had some thoughts
1: about this. Um, I My thoughts were that I thought you would have a lot of good thoughts on it <laughs> um, for starters. But also, yeah, uh, here's what I think you should do. This okay. is the thought I did have. And it was very passing um what well, it's like you, so you're gonna you're gonna get a new card right
0: right it's gonna have your actual name on it
1: but you already have I'm assuming cards <coughs> with your name on it I believe yeah. you say so uh, the way I see it is if someone assumes that your name is Lisa mm-hmm. and you then hand them an, a different card right? right and it says your actual name on it mm-hmm. they're gonna be like this girl either was using somebody else's card before-hmm or she stolen this card. Right. But either way, you are taking the awkwardness that you're feeling. Like I think I like to think of awkwardness as it could it could appear on the the periodic table of elements. Mm-hmm. It is a substance that is inside of you that yeah. you must dispel, you must get out of your system. Uh, It's like magnesium. (laughs) It's magnesium. Yeah, it's a lot like magnesium. Okay. And so you want to spread through osmosis the awkwardness to someone else. And so when you hand that card over, Uh regardless of how they interpret it, you're putting them in a position where they have to respond. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. And therefore, the awkwardness that you feel you, and I'm not saying this is a morally or ethically sound thing to do, but you're just shoving it on them. You're saying, deal with it. Let's see how they react. And you become a mm. scientist. You become a, a, an experimenter. A s- it becomes
0: a social experiment. Yes,
1: and then you get to decide what their opinion is on you. Um, and it's what only they been think.
0: a year of a long con.
1: You get to find out if you come across as someone who is stealing people's identity. It's a long con, yeah.
0: Well, okay. You're a little bit safe because they haven't been calling you Lisa currently. So, that's true. you know, it's on them a little bit that they haven't kept up with the uh, formalities of how much, how intimate your relationship is with them. Mm-hmm. So you have a little leverage right now. It's probably the best time to uh, sneak in some truth. Yeah. <laughs> and, but... The one thing I would avoid is making an, a giant show of this. Or you can, or you can oh, have a big. I see,
1: that's the one thing I would.
0: Like a <laughs> like a great lip sync on RuPaul's Drag Race. You need to reveal, a moment that you just let them know that your name is not, in fact, Lisa, and that they've been calling yeah. you the wrong name, and you've been um, weighed down with guilt. Yes. Uh, about their mistake for so long. I think you're. Uh, I think you're going to be fine. Um, you but think I, this
1: person's going to be fine.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm very torn about <laughs> the this. most
1: benign problem in the world. Uh,
0: but okay, we're optimistic. You're going to make beginning it through part. This. The beginning part is that you work many jobs in this town. So people know you. So everyone else has anyone that you know that knows you as not Lisa heard them call you Lisa.
1: Apparently not.
0: Also what if on their end they think that they're pranking you being like look how long I've called this girl Lisa. And she hasn't corrected me. Yeah. 40 and Chess. so maybe she's not paying attention and they're doing something to see if you actually pay attention. That's and they're emailing another podcast about their problem with oh calling you Lisa gosh. and they've stopped calling you Lisa and you haven't corrected them. So now there's two other Grace yep. and Elliot's in an alternate yep. podcast universe that's giving them advice on the best way to approach you about what is your real name.
1: Let's see what Hank and John have been talking. Hank and John have been talking about a person yeah. who's been purposefully and calling someone by name. And they have a, a much wittier much more educational way smarter, <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> better people better <laughs> sounder one of people we'll
0: be playing a rubik's cube while you get your advice uh-huh.
1: and we'll sound sad but in a charming way yeah
0: i think the reality is as long as you're giving this company your money and getting bagels in return you guys can call each other whatever you want
1: yep i think if they call you lisa <laughs> you can pick a name for them that's totally off the wall and then if they're like my name's not jerbin you can be like oh well my name's not lisa and then you could tweet about them
0: mm-hmm. as long as they're not uh calling you uh names. out as someone that's not allowed to get bagels from their store then you're safe you're yeah. fine but oh man what a what a major small town problem
1: there is man when you when you say the tiniest little lie and you gotta Ugh. then keep it up and it's so inconsequential And you're like, all I had to do was just say
0: harmless. But the but the the anxiety, the hours of uh, sleepless nights that you probably have about what they could be thinking Uh if you present them with the truth and how they could misinterpret what your intentions are in this situation. Oh, and how that could affect the way that they see you and your integrity as a human being in general. Yep. And you can't get out of this town. This is going to ruin the entire fabric of this small town.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, this is just This is the thread unraveling that, yeah. a quilt yeah.
0: that has been sewn together over years of respect and growth and coexistence. And you are ruining you it. need
1: to move. Yeah. You need to you need to be an outlaw. <laughs> you need to
0: actually get in the witness protection program, change your name to Lisa, then circle yes. back and come to the store, and no one will know the mm-hmm. difference. It's
1: easy. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show, <laughs> Lisa. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's pretty. I mean, th- the moral of the story, too, is, like, everyone wants to be super polite all the time, and, man, if that doesn't get you into a little bit of trouble every now and, yeah, and
0: then. Yeah, but I mean, also, like... You're fine. Yeah. This should be fine. Leave it on them to bring it up. And then you can be like, huh? Oh, I wasn't even realizing that you called me oh, i sorry.
1: Was it pants? I was just, you know, everything going on It's so crazy. Yeah. There's also, a million ways to get out of it. Is there a most fun way to get out of it? What do you think the most fun way, though? I still think just.
0: Smoke bomb. Exit the store. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Every time. Every time it's presented. And then they'll learn within time very that quick. they shouldn't ask you that question anymore.
1: Because <laughs> you'll disappear. You'll still pay for your enough.
0: bagel. But you'll make a very confusing <laughs> exit. And they'll want to avoid that in the future. So they'll learn.
1: They'll learn. <laughs> All right.
0: I think we've done a great job so far.
1: I think we're doing pretty well in this episode.
0: Great. What's next? Let's hear it.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh oh. This, this is a little dark. It's going to get a little more serious for okay. a second. We're going we're to throw well, out a couple of things. This is what I
0: like ones. is that there's a balance of very silly and yeah. very serious.
1: Um, this is from a guy named uh, Doesn't Matter. Hey, guys. Longtime viewer. My girlfriend is push pushing me to get friends or to go out with my coworkers. Okay. But I don't care to have friends. Okay people consider me a friend but unfortunately for them I can't say the same the idea of friend sounds taxing and draining hmm. my definition of friend is someone that I can trust but I'm not the type of person I'm the type of person that doesn't trust people if I want something done I'll do it myself which means it's hard for me to consider someone a friend people around me tell me that it's not healthy to be alone yet I've done it for years and I'm fine So, question hmm. what's your guys definition of friend and how do I go about fixing this friend thing okay it's hmm. a little bit, it's a little, it's layered. a little layered and it's a little, uh, unbe- I don't
0: think friends are your problem.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, it's expound.
0: I think that you have trust issues and friends are not uh, blaming it on like, I don't have friends because I don't trust people. Yes. Is a great not having them great excuse to avoid ever handling your trust issues. Cause you'll never have to handle it if you never, uh, exactly. uh bring Perfect. a friend into your, uh, you. roster <laughs> of yeah. life um this is, a,
1: this is a circular problem
0: yeah i think you gotta get to the core of why you don't trust people because having friends is great and they're borderline I, necessary yeah almost um uh uh very difficult to live without yeah and uh well, you've thought about this. What do you have? I, I my brain is getting flooded with all different ideas. So there's so many articulating. Yeah.
1: And, and, and please bear in mind also, there's a difference between some people are more loners. And so yeah. therefore, I think it's OK to I have
0: y- a very small, small group of friends. I also love being by myself. I find that I can control my social situations when it's only me. So obviously, yes. as someone that thrives on certainty and control, like why would I put myself into a situation with a human being with free will that could do whatever they want at oh. any time in my presence, including me or not? No, they'll start calling like, ah, you
1: Lisa. They're gonna, yeah, yeah, they're gonna really mess things there's up. There's too
0: many things that could go out of control, and like that. Uh,
1: <laughs> but <laughs> no, don't get us wrong. People are terrible. <laughs> uh yeah i i think it's funny the thing that stuck out to me is the double speak that we tend to do so like yeah take it um get rid of it i I just want to be able to reread it Uh um yeah so let's just go through the language that you're using here in Mm -hmm. this email for a second so one statement says uh let's see uh people around me tell me that it's not healthy to be alone yet. I've done it for years and I'm fine. And then the final statement says, ends with how do I go about fixing this friend thing? So one of those things implies that there's a problem. And the other implies that there isn't a problem. Mm-hmm. I would agree with grace that it's not a friend issue. I don't think you need a quota of friends, but it might be that your people around you are recognizing that you have trust issues and then it might be good for you to learn to confide in people. The more you say that it's fine and that you don't need it, um, the more the problem is going to perpetuate. And I think you're you're, sh- you're showing yourself that there's a pro- that there is a problem. Yeah, because otherwise there wouldn't be a contradiction in your. Yeah, because you language.
0: do. I mean, and that's to pick this apart so much. I but, say we
1: go yeah. word by word, baby. Well,
0: it's interesting, yeah, because you almost seemingly have uh, seem proud that you've lived a life as a loner for so long, which is wonderful that you have a girlfriend but I'm sure your girlfriend probably feels the immense pressure of being the only outlet in your life, the only other human being that you trust. Wow.
1: Great point, Grace.
0: Which can be very stressful. And in, I don't know her at all, but it seems like she is very gently trying to encourage you to spread your trust around so that it's not entirely on her Yeah, constantly, which can be, I'm sure, very stressful for both of you to have one person that you trust and for her to be the one person that you trust. Um, but also so you sound very defensive and prideful about like people tell me to do this, but I'm fine. And then you at the end, like Elliot said, are like, how do I fix this? So really reconcile with yourself first. Do you wanna fix this or do you wanna sit in the familiar feeling of defensive pride about your loneliness?
1: Great, very direct, proud of you. That was <laughs> uh... Well,
0: I have this same kind of feeling sometimes where I know emotionally if i make a point and i put the energy into interacting with my friends i just got off uh, our catch up with hannah and mamory and i forget that i feel wonderful after it that we yeah. get to all share what's going on in our lives and get to like help each other as little as, or as much as we want and it does make me feel better but as someone that is so familiar with hanging out by themselves and enjoys being able to spend time alone I forget that I do need that. So I'll get stuck in my defensiveness about like being alone is all I can. I, I got a handle on that. So yep. I'm fine. But that will after a while I get I, the byproduct is I get uh, unconsciously like cagey or I'll get like Kurt or like short with you from time to it's time. Lisa, but thank you. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh- totally yeah it bottles up and mm-hmm. it comes out in different ways that you don't recognize that don't seem like they're related to not having friends or t- related to having trust issues but when you look closer they are the only thing i would add that you can take this or leave it but you could this is just a suggestion you could try changing your frame of reference about this situation from being yeah. less about whether or not you need friends because some people don't need as many friends as others and you can start changing it to what does my partner need? What do the people around me? How could I benefit other people in their lives? Yeah. And instead of going, oh, I need friends. They think I, I'm lacking in something. And they go, what can I give? And you, you well, by finding friends, would be giving to your partner as an act of love. Are you reading this?
0: Yeah. Sorry. I, I'm like holding my fingers because I have two you thoughts that I don't go want to fly it. away. Go um, He says, people consider me a friend. Okay, so if you've been a friend and you recognize that people consider you a friend and you agree with that, what is it that you're doing and providing to that person that possibly you could use in return? Think about if you're being a friend, what is that to you? What does that mean to you? Because being a friend takes as much energy as uh, getting a friend and having a friend. Mm -hmm. So be clear with yourself. Are you being a friend? Because, or do
1: you just know these people or
0: do you just sometimes you have the phone numbers of these people? So by d- definition, mm-hmm. you are acquaintances, which rounds up to friends. Yeah.
1: It's also, we've been talking about this, especially as being in your thirties where it's like, there's a, um, when you're uh, in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, you can get grandfathered into certain social circles. Like you meet your girlfriend's friends. You, mm-hmm. you, she meets your friends, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and you can create a friendship like that, but oftentimes it's it's friendship by way of circumstance, not friendship by way of, like, compatibility and effort, and that's fine, but, you know, it's worth exploring, yeah. which it is.
0: And you say that your definition of friend is someone that you can trust, and then you say, but I'm the type of person that doesn't trust people, so you've already decided for yourself some sort of, like, uh variant something that's in an invariable some a constant that you've decided doesn't change for you at all which is very difficult to live like that to create such rigid structure yeah um and then you also say if i want something done i'll do it myself is a friend someone that does shit for you um and uh but i will can i jump in yeah, yeah yeah i
1: will say though i like doing the line by line thing it's very fun um Allowing people to do something for you is also an act of love and generosity. And That's it, also an
0: employee. <laughs> and,
1: uh, yeah, but it, someone who wants to, we've had conversations like this where it's like as small as let me make you a glass of water mm-hmm. uh, rather than you getting up and doing it. And then it's very, an independent person will be like, no, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. Because they, they want to be independent. They want to be strong. But it is a little bit of uh, you know. Hmm? I don't know I feel like you checked out there and I got No I was letting you talk Okay, I didn't know if I was saying something stupid. <laughs>
0: no, no, no. I was waiting for what you were explaining.
1: When you let people trust you, when you decide to oh, trust yeah. people, you're being nice. It's a act also, of friendship.
0: Yeah, also people love, and this actually was brought up on Married at First Sight, the most recent oh, episode, well, we and it made sense to me. Let me see if I can remember this correctly. Uh, one of the couples, the girl was like, he is so caring for me. He does everything for me, and he does everything for himself. Oh, yeah. It leaves me no space to care for him, and I thought, wow, that yeah. I... Connect with that because as someone that is very nurturing, I've grown up like always taking care of my little brother. And I didn't even realize till my parents told me like when I was younger, I used to like, you know, almost act like his mom that I, I do value being able to show my affection for people by caring for them or helping them in certain ways. So you're not allowing people to do something that they want to do for you rather than obligation for you of helping you. Um, Yeah. Also, you say I've uh, people around me tell me it's not healthy to be alone yet I've done it for years and I'm fine. I'm sure you're fine, but what if you could be great? <laughs> and it just takes uh, getting that, a little uncomfortable.
1: It when the genuine comment is still cheesy but it's still I genuine. know but it's
0: real. Like you're f- I'm sure you are fine. I'm sure you're not deeply depressed or so like um, unmotivated or be
1: fine till you die
0: yeah and that's I guess fine for you fine. Um, but also my definition of friend is you know someone that cares for me someone that I support supports me someone that does help me in times of need and someone that I can have experiences with someone that I can share moments thoughts ideas uh,
1: I also like what you said with the uh, when you're done doing, I think a good litmus test for a friend is if when you're done hanging out with them, you feel like you are filled up rather mm-hmm. than taken from. Yeah. Um, I would question whether, yeah, going back to the previous thing on what you said about the trust issue and how people consider you a friend, whether they are themselves feeling fulfilled in what you're, you know, giving. But this isn't meant to be harsh, by the way. I, I would just say it no. sounds to me if I was, be I'm this is total armchair, like a yeah. uh, therapist. Not, I have no whatever it sounds like you're a little sad and yeah. it sounds like you're a little uh uh bummed out and i'm sure and that doesn't I've mean you're not been fine there. but
0: so that that's why i think i'm overanalyzing this is because i'm have i have experience feeling this way like i remember when i was in college i was so bad at making friends I literally tried to like, internet had just started. I tried to like look up how do you make a friend yeah. as an adult? Like, truly in my darkest, saddest, most lonely time, like, did not know, like, do I go to, and I would go and look at the cork boards that had all the club signups, and I would just start going to club signups that yeah. I had no interest in just to like be around people to see if any of the, like, if, if the, it stuck in any way. So I think, I think you, like your girlfriend's saying and she's not coming from a place of like judgment or shame, I think she really thinks that you could be a happier person if you let people in the way that you have been led into other people's lives yep. and just experiment with it and it doesn't have to be like, OK, I'm going to give five people a chance to be my friend. Like, is there one person that you really enjoy talking to or hanging out with? Just spend a little bit more time with that person. and see what happens you don't there's no obligation but just maybe a little effort
1: Yeah, uh, maybe you'll find like a really cool group of people that none of them need friends and they're all totally fine and that could be a totally chill hangout session where you're all like Yeah, like, whatever. There's friends, too, especially in your adult life, I think, where it's like you see them once every two years, but it doesn't really, you still get to maintain relationships. It's very beautiful. And we're living in a time right now where a lot of people are super lonely all the time. So uh, take advantage of the fact that you even have this opportunity, I would say, um, because a lot of people don't.
0: And thanks for asking. That's a very vulnerable question. It seems very like simple, but as, as an adult making friends, I get very insecure about it. So I appreciate you yeah. asking about
1: it. And to be more specific, I do think as a guy, it's especially yeah. hard to be very closing, very closed off, and mm-hmm. so uh would mean no no offense by what we're
0: Make yourself a little vulnerable.
1: Um, I have one more question. Let's do it. Actually two more.
0: Okay, well, let's see how quickly we can get through this one and go from there because I do want to talk about married at first sight.
1: okay, great. then I'll save this one. There's one that's a little bit more serious. Maybe we'll save that for next week, okay, but this one is I think pretty pretty insane,
0: okay, can, ha- I, can I see it on here? or yeah,
1: yeah, 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 uh, let me find it. That's just I did such a dumb way of organizing this e-
0: everyone has their systems. yeah,
1: I know, but it's my not mine not good okay. <laughs> This is not a good. Here we go. All right. Hi, I live. I, in I a, did read this one. Yeah, time. It was great. I live in an apartment complex, and the man who lived in the apart. Oh, sorry. The title is "Neighbor Died." Should I move?
0: That's uh, as far as I got in reading this one.
1: <laughs> I got farther. Okay. Hi, I live in an apartment complex, and the man who lived in the apartment under mine passed away in his home. The body was found a few days after me and some other neighbors complained about a smell Okay. they cleaned the apartment and disposed of all the neighbors belongings which made the smell go away i am asking for advice on whether i should move or continue to live in the apartment i will not read the, the rest of it because it gets a little bit more graphic okay uh listen mm. you need to move you think so 100 percent. if
0: you can i mean if
1: you can you have to.
0: If you have the resources. It, Assuming maybe it, you can. You think so? You have to. Why?
1: Let, let me. I am. Okay. And this is. I this mean. This is my I'm reasoning. just playing devil's advocate. Absolutely. Because as
0: someone who has been afraid of ghosts. And used to like. When I was in Catholics. Or Sunday school. Would pray that I, Jesus or Mary would never show up to me ever. Because yes. I didn't want to deal with ghosts. No thank I you. Mean, I mean. My first reaction is. I would move. Because I couldn't handle that.
1: That's step one.
0: Yeah, but why Why do you say?
1: That's the big one, that's the takeaway. Okay. Here's a little fun fact about smells, right? If you're smelling things, it's because your olfactory senses or whatever, your olfactory cells, you're getting hit with olfactory cells in your nose. Mm-hmm. Those are cells that came from Tabati as it was fleeing and, and getting out of, it's dying. And so you have your dead neighbor was in your, was in your nose. You have to move. That's gross, and you have to move. You have to leave right now.
0: Okay. There's
1: no way. Where did you learn There's that? There's no way. That's any smell. If you smell a fart, where do you think that this fart came from? Came from somebody's butt, their butt. Uh-oh, in you now.
0: Okay, okay.
1: This is why I think Joe Beretta hates body odor so much. It's one of the, my favorite things because about it's him. Just, it's too intimate It's for him. too much. And it makes sense <laughs> because it's someone just invasively in you. And also, if you hadn't smelled it, if you just found out like a day later, or if even mm-hmm. you were moving in and you're like, even if it's an apartment that you found out somebody died in, a home, a house, somebody died in, that I don't care about. That's different. But if you smelled it, I think you have to move. How do you mm-hmm. stay in that? How do you not think about that all the time? Or at least in the dead of night at like 3 a.m.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, the other side of this is, uh, has someone moved into that place yet? And are you going to have to be the one responsible for telling them why the apartment was available for them to move in?
1: Excellent question.
0: If that's part of it, I think I'd get out of there. I mean, here's the deal. If... In the times that we are in right now, if you have the resources to live and there's any or to move and there's any minor inconvenience in the place that you live, my recommendation is to try and move. I think you should move. I also just as a a creature that loves continuous fresh starts, uh, I see that as an uh, opportunity for a fresh start
1: for you. Why stay? What I mean, if, you, the,
0: if you can't move and this you have is all to, assuming look, you
1: can move? If
0: you can't move and you have to stay, this is not the end like, of the world, and you will be you will be fine.
1: This is not an email of can't move. What do I do? Because if it's can't move, what do you do? Then should I move? Good luck. It should you move? You should move.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know how
1: you are on the fence about this.
0: I'm trying to think. From you all smell a dead guy. Yeah. Look, I, I just know that moving right now is a difficult thing for people to be able to do. So but there's a lot of good deals. There's a lot of good deals, so if you too. Can, but also, you don't know if what you're about to move into is because someone died. So keep take that in risk. mind. Well, you
1: do know that about the place you're in.
0: <laughs> you know about the place. Oh, yeah. How Now reconsider how who lived in the place before you. What? The place that you're currently in that you might move away from. Uh, what was the situation in which you moved into that place? Right.
1: But I, <laughs> I do think, though, like that's just mental. You could be like, yeah. you can learn anything and process it in your brain. It got in you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was inside you. Okay. I'm going to go move. If you can move, move.
1: Get out of that (laughs) apartment. Yeah.
0: Unless it's like the most amazing deal of all time and you'll never get a place like it. But like, if that's not the case, yeah, get out of there a little bit.
1: I don't think in good conscience we can be like, you you know it's whatever floats your boat. If you're fine with it, fine. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like I don't know if you've looked outside. The world's kind of crazy right now. Do you really want to pile on one more thing of having to process the fact that your neighbor yeah, died and was there yeah. for days while you were playing Xbox or whatever? Yeah. If, I don't know if you play. Yeah.
0: Xbox. As someone that like would repress that stuff to try and function, and then it will come out and like eat me alive uh, as the days went on. Yeah, I I would get out of there.
1: Yeah, we're we're dealing in certain themes. here. there's certain mm-hmm. trends that we're discussing. Involving repressing things And how they manifest In different ways I also think
0: It's a major time For everyone to move On into different directions In whatever way That shapes up for them Okay Yep That's all. (laughs) I mean, I I feel for you because I feel uncomfortable and I can't imagine how uncomfortable this is for you to be in this situation right now. So my instinct is like, I want to move on from this, which is probably why you should move on from this physically away from this situation. But that's (laughs) also coming from a person that loves to run from problems. So the reason that I spend some more time thinking about it, I go, my default is to run away from this. Is there value in staying in this and seeing this through? Right. And as I say that out loud, I say no. No, move no, on. Move. move. I'll help you. I'll look on Trulia if you need us to.
1: <laughs> this isn't somebody not getting your name right at the bagel store.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> this isn't like a moment you need to put your foot down.
0: Also, if you need to move in with a friend, there's a guy that could use a friend that we just talked to. Right. That, you know, He's perhaps, alive. Yeah. Perhaps his girlfriend would give you a guest room in their apartment because she would be so excited that you and he could uh, foster some sort of friendship. Yep. But don't be... Uh, turned off if he pushes you away and tells you that he doesn't trust you and he can do everything on his own and he is fine
1: no you you reach out to him you, you can tell him that connection. you've been through some
0: shit and he's got to listen to you yep. like a good friend should we talk about married at first sight i think we should thank you guys for these beautiful wonderful questions uh, again Move. if you want to uh reach out to us with this sort of um golden nuggets of advice please email it us at pile it at gmail.com wonderful is that correct yeah that is correct all right let's get into married up for site conversation married up for site talk starts at 32 <laughs> for all of you that need to leave that comment um okay this episode they are in their apartments They have moved in with each other, and this is the awkward. We're forcing you guys to bring your friends over to mix and mingle and see how you host uh, your friends and family together in a very casual, not at all producer-staged party situation.
1: You know you're at a party when a friend comes out and says, out of nowhere, I have a game. I
0: have a game, and how weird that all four, four, five parties devolved into some sort of game activity yeah who knew that was the most prevalent thing that happens at parties
1: but we're not here to talk about the clearly produced element of the show or the potential scriptedness of it i
0: am because i was in the bathroom earlier and i was thinking through trying to remind myself of what happened this season and i they have to because this episode starts with uh, Christina and Henry, as always, having the most awkward, forced conversation in their kitchen, talking about what their plans are for their party. And she, Henry, says absolutely nothing the whole time. And she's trying to force a conversation. It's all on her. And then she gets upset. She goes and literally end scene and looks at a producer like this is all we're getting. And then she gets frustrated with him. And in oh, my mind, oh. I go, they have to restructure how they <laughs> Produce this show It is just not Working anymore And now they've Broken the fourth wall The model doesn't work They let us in Last season Because the cast Was done with it And it to me I'm like it's not Produced well at all And thinking This is only coming On the heels of I talked to Michelle Buteau On my podcast Not Too Deep And she is the host Of The Circle And The Circle Because it's a Netflix Social experiment Reality show Competition Cameras are in the walls There's no producers There's no giant ass Bright lights Float Like pushed in on them there's no producer going ask him this off camera you get so much more authentic real interactions and if this truly is the social experiment that we're supposed to respect and it has the integrity that they keep claiming after season after season after season season, they gotta get their producers out of the room put the cameras up in the walls and let them actually organically talk to each other and let us in
1: on that but you know what that would cost Money yeah. And you
0: know what Do you, I will Get me on your marketing team Let me get some Integrative brands Into some of these episodes So you can give me A camera on a wall That you operate With a little remote control From a side room And we can see What Henry does When he doesn't have A producer mm-hmm. And a flashlight In his face
1: I'm telling you whatever <laughs> I got
0: fired up about you it You did I like because it Because they can't Keep doing it like this You guys They can't keep doing this stuff. And I'm sure The introduction Of the pandemic Into this season Is gonna ha- force them To change the way They film. This show, but as someone that wants to be a loyal viewer of this show,
1: help us help you.
0: Help us help you.
1: Um, that when she turns and shows the producer, uh, in the corner of the room, uh, with a headset looking as producer, the guy with
0: that giant tripod that sets up on three monster legs. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is even worse than I thought it was.
1: Honestly, (laughs) it makes me. it makes me feel like I'm actually alive, which is a rare thing. But it made me feel like a cold, like I hate it so much. It makes me so uncomfortable. You feel When them. on camera, you, you buy into the illusion that this scene yeah. is really happening, even though you know it's not really happening, mm-hmm. even though it's sound scripted. And then she goes, end scene, and it pans over to the person. Mm-hmm. It's like horrific feeling (laughs) to see it it's like a weird Truman uh, show show. like don't show me that it's like showing me your private parts on a reality television way like, you're exposing yourself yeah put that behind put get back in the room don't 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 just show that this is all fake and that you're having a difficult time with this particular person who is truthful when she's saying she's having to carry these entire conversations because this poor guy shouldn't be on on this show
0: yeah there's a lot of misfires with all of it. And you, I mean, I I'm not judging anyone's job. They're all doing their job as best as they can. And who knows what happens behind the scene and the kid gloves that producers have to wear to get people even into the scene to yeah. that level. But at some point, you have to restructure how you are capturing these people because the way that they interact on camera is so unrealistic and so painful. And looking at tweets of this week's episode, everyone is all over the place about like, Henry should not have been on the show. Where are the experts? Why aren't they intervening? Why aren't they helping this? <laughs> Which is true. I, not a, a area, expert to be found okay. other than Pastor Cal. But like, what does Dr. Viviana do?
1: <laughs> no, they're all at hope the whole time.
0: I know that at least Pastor Cal comes in and like, ask some comfortable questions and get some real answers no, Vivian,
1: Dr. Vivian just defines Dr. well-known Vivian's, words
0: Yeah, she's just <laughs> sitting in a pottery barn a going like the- a honeymoon is when you go away with someone that right you've now. just married
1: And our couples are they- Yeah, it's a uh, it's absolutely insane but OK, and so well, well, the audience <coughs> is having
0: a hard time watching this because they're like, don't make us watch this uncomfortable person.
1: Yeah. And, and a lot of people are, are have said and we've sort of beaten around the bush on it. And I'm just going to we're going to talk about it, like, everyone thinks the guy's like got Asperger's or something, some kind of thing yeah. that makes him a little bit different in terms of, of very interactions. sensitive. Yeah. Everyone likes to think they know they can diagnose that. Uh, it certainly would. It, it's logical that you would you would think that about this particular guy. But also, it's very funny to me that if the the possibility that he's not, and everyone's just thinking that, because maybe he's just cripplingly an, ha, anxio- or anxious about being on reality TV. Yeah. And he might be uh, more like put in such a pressure cooker situation about this that all of his neurotic tendencies are becoming more and more on display. Yeah. Whatever the case is, the poor dude needs to not be in this situation anymore. Yeah. And they got to cut. They got to... They got an end scene as she said.
0: Both of them, because the unfortunate thing, and I saw someone tweet this, is that now Christina gets this awful edit of her being a hyper bitch to everyone. When I really don't believe that she is to that extreme, I think she's just really trying to get through. Yeah. These moments, and producers are doing the producer thing where they sit silently because if they sit silent enough, then the like a therapist they'll get to something real on camera and they'll get frustrated enough that they'll just start voicing their frustrations. Uh And unfortunately for her, Henry can go for hours and days and months without voicing a frustration. it's It's amazing. And so she has nothing, like there's no lifeline for her in this scenario. I feel for both of them.
1: For sure. But there was a moment in this past episode when Henry like,
0: Oh, yeah, he called her. He goes, You're impatient. And then lists all the ways. And oh, no, she said, List how when I was impatient. He said, We don't have enough time.
1: Yeah. You want me to listen? We don't have enough time. It was like, Woo! out of nowhere, he just started going full on, like, like uh, and then he Gilmore said, Girls witty dialogue.
0: <laughs> he said, uh, oh, that she was like, I paid for everything for the party. And he's like, like, uh, you didn't reimburse me for the $200 meal we had last week or the Michelin Star, blah, blah, blah. And I saw someone tweet, like, I'm still looking up where there's a Michelin Star restaurant in <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uncomfortable, which... But the alternate side of that is that the scenes with Woody and Imani and Bennett and Amelia are just gifts, gifts to the audience, because we don't have to worry about anything because they can handle themselves. And they are so lovely and natural on camera that it finally lets you breathe as an audience. And that's that's that. Well, you know,
1: Bennett and Amelia are like. The couple living in the apartment as Henry and Christina are the person that's been dead for three days and the smell is (laughs) wafting over. And Bennett and Amelia are the saving Uh, grace. They need to get out of the apartment and they need to go live happily. Bennett and Amelia Amelia are perfect people and I love them very much. I'm attached to them. I'm a big fan.
0: They just become (laughs) even more likable every new scene and scenario that they're put in because they they say yes to the ridiculousness and the parameters Mm -hmm. of this show uh they also like the irony of it is that they if you just met them on the street seem like people that would never sign up for this show and ironically they're the most successful couple on this show whereas the people that you would assume (laughs) would sign up
1: Henry's definitely the, the king of people you wouldn't expect to sign up for this no, show. No, so. he's
0: more in line, in my mind, to the people that would sign up. Like, they're trying to find real people that aren't like actors or actresses and aren't putting on, like, Married at First Sight Australia, these like wannabe reality celebrity personalities. Mm-hmm. And he's definitely not doing that. But mm-hmm. Amelia and Bennett are such little weirdos that you would think that they wouldn't even know the show existed as a casting call to even sign up for.
1: What a wonderful uh, tales we've spun today. Well,
0: I (laughs) mean, no. So uh, just wrapping up uh, the kind of summary of this episode, no Surprise, That Woody and Imani's party. They have great friends, which is just, like, lovely. even better. They're the best. Uh, they're well-rounded, great people. Same with Bennett and Amelia. Surprise, surprise. All of their, like, funky weirdo friends mesh perfectly together. <laughs> and it's great. I mean, it's just so lovely to see.
1: What, what was that tweet? I can't remember if it's appropriate to repeat, but it was about Brett and Olivia and how, thank God, it was like, if his friends had been the ones that came to the party. Oh, uh, if they
0: had had to do like a uh, friend paint party, they'd just draw dicks all over the painting. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, well, it was as funny as I remembered it being. But <laughs> it was pretty really on laughed point. laughed and laughed. Well, I laughed just having um, a and a holler.
0: But then Brett and Olivia had their party, and I don't really remember much of it. Maybe that's the point. They seemed fine. Oh, and then they had a little session where he helped her budget, and it seemed cute.
1: That seemed nice. Yeah, they are yeah. doing great.
0: They seem uh, fine, but they keep harping on this. He is a budgeter and she wants to live free and she makes more money than him. And everyone was tweeting really funny things about, like, of course, she's not, you're insecure because your girl makes more money than you. So let her live her life. Blah, blah, blah.
1: He had that great like, line where he said, uh, he said, you know, they were like, oh, it's so fun to, to go travel and have experiences. And then he, he was like, you know what's even more fun? Watching your net worth go up. Yeah, that was a real cringy line.
0: Oh, oh he also had a funny <laughs> line where he was—they let the yeah, oh, good, good the ring leave light it. Has cut us off. Oh <laughs> the no, end scene. It wants us to be done. Should we shake it or who cares? I don't. I
1: mean, yeah, who cares? Let's let them see the real, raw us. Great.
0: This is what we look like without a perfect ring light. Um, he had the funny scene where they separated the girls and guys and let them like all decompress with each other and talk to each other. And he's drinking with the guys and explaining to them about how she loves to go. To five-star hotels, and that's probably not going to be the case. That they're going to have to go stay at, like, two-star hotels, three-star hotels. And everyone on Twitter was like, who stays at a two-star hotel on to purpose. go on vacation?
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Did I get this right? He's going on vacation to two-star hotels? Okay. You stay at a
1: two-star hotel if you're going to a funeral like a of someone conference. you only kind of knew. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you have to go home for someone else's holiday. Yeah. Or if you have to go... D- you only stay at a two-star ho- two hotel in an emergency
1: <laughs> yep um and we've already mentioned the miles and karen uh thing you mentioned the K- karen uh friendship or the uh like his overbearingness that doesn't allow her room which is very sweet uh ooh, oh yeah we there. there you
0: go yeah that they were the ones that karen said that he is so uh i think he said at some point miles in the episode that he's more emotionally intelligent than her and uh, but she had mentioned like he's so caring. Maybe. He, I don't
1: know. I
0: don't know. But he wants to do I think he means that he's just more in his feelings mm-hmm. than she is, which is true from what we can see. Um, but she also said to someone that he is so wanting to dote on her and like make her his queen and like love her that there's no space for her to be able to take care of him because taking up
1: all the real estate
0: yeah he said that like he got hungry in the middle of the night and she like made him this like full like fish dinner because that's just she seems like a nurturer she's like a nurse or something so works in the medical field so she seems like a caretaker and if he's trying to do that 100% to her There's no space For her to do that back
1: Yeah there's also Like a weird thing Sometimes I feel like With that stuff Where you're like Oh are you doing this Because you're Are you making up For past sins Like were you A crappy boyfriend Mm. In the past And now you're like Like chill
0: Yeah I don't know Who knows He's been in a lot Of relationships And his sister I think was the one Talking to Karen Saying "Um, I'm just worried Because he'll love Whoever you put In front of him Uh, Like he'll Whoever he was matched with He was gonna go in A hundred percent And so she just wants to make sure That he's not like Going in all for naught
1: Yeah that's the other, Yeah it's like It's the act of uh, Like a loving gesture Of making breakfast Or making whatever for you Like are you doing this Because you love me Or yeah could I be anyone And right. you would treat me the exact I'm just a placeholder For you to pour out love into
0: Yeah which is why I thought it was good That Karen's friend Sat down with Miles And was like <laughs> She wants an alpha man Like she you gotta treat her Like a bad puppy Like you gotta come come home and say this is our house and kind of like you know step up and be that sort of man for her and I was like oh yeah I get that because her biggest insecurity seeing his social media before she met him was that he's in his feelings which I think can be misinterpreted as like a a not very alpha male
1: no one wants to be the sun around which the planets orbit Mm. okay
0: what's that in relation to
1: like he's like a planet that's like she he's his uh. existence is revolving around her. Mm-hmm. And uh, rather than revolving around a myriad of other things in which she's included as his partner. Mm-hmm. His existence is totally wrapped up in her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's I would true. feel a
1: lot of pressure if I think either of us would feel a lot yeah. of pressure if both of us were only interested in. I mean, we're pretty close. We're pretty <laughs> tied at the hip. But like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, that is stressful, and it it seems like it's too sensitive almost.
1: No one wants to be the cor, cor- the coral in the ocean. Okay. No, no one wants to be the um, mm-hmm. root of the tree trunk. Tree. Tr- no one wants to be that. Okay. No one wants to be the coffee pot and the coffee in the cup. You want to be just the half. You want to be half and half.
0: Okay. Uh, okay, you can keep going if you like.
1: Just taking up time. Okay, <laughs> just wasting people's time.
0: And that's that's what Henry being says about everything. Being
1: selfish. <laughs> I'm just. T- I'm taking from everyone in the room, and you, and you, and you, I'm and our enjoying, producer.
0: I know, but I feel for him because if I were him, I'd be like, I know you're not enjoying this. I'm not enjoying this either. Me? No, Henry. That oh. the audience isn't enjoying <laughs> this, but he's like, he's he is the girl at the bagel shop that's too afraid to say that they've got the wrong name. He's too afraid to say, I've made a mistake and I should not be on this reality show.
1: Excuse me, I'm sorry. I know this is a problem, but I must leave. Yeah.
0: I need to tell you the truth, but instead he's just hoping that maybe they recognize that he should not be on this show and instead they fix it for him. Yeah,
1: <laughs> unlike Married at First Light Australia, Australia, where out of nowhere everyone will just be like, we're gone, and the next week they'll be like, we're back and we're here to be angry. Yeah. That <laughs> so, shows, so. That
0: shows basically Done. I think there's one more episode of the season. It's just I'm over it. Ran
1: its course. Yeah. Uh, speaking of run its course. Yeah. Thank you had. guys. Uh, this has been wonderful. You email pilotonpodcast at gmail.com Let us know what you think about all of our ramblings in the comments down below. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube and or uh, in, uh, iTunes and Spotify.
0: Yeah. Thank you guys again for your questions. Um, keep them coming. It's yeah. my turn next week to pick some some cues to a. Yeah. So. Bye. That's it. <laughs>